pastors Michael and Brenda Brunzo welcome you and thank you for listening to the following message. This message was recorded during a regular service at Faith Fellowship Church. The Bible tells us in Romans 10:17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So we believe this message will encourage and strengthen you in your daily walk of faith. God bless you as you listen. Hallelujah. Are you glad to be in the house of God today? Amen. Mother's Day. If you have a mother, appreciate her today. Amen. If she's not here in service with you, give her a call. Talk to her on the phone. Go visit her. Love on her. Show her how much you appreciate her. Amen. This week's been a little bit rough for me. It's my second Mother's Day without my mama. I posted on Facebook a picture of mom the other day and said, I'd just like to hear her say one more time, if you want to make it to heaven, you got to love everybody. Tell you what, I need to be reminded of that <laughs> several times a week. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, we got a treat for you today. We've got some ladies that are going to share with you. Be very attentive. Hallelujah. We're going to start off with my wife, Miss Shannon. Come on up. Hello. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Well, I just want to share a few words with you guys. Um, happy Mother's Day out there to all the moms, all the moms-to-be, stepmoms. I know some of us are without our moms. My heart is with you guys. And if you still have your mothers out there, make sure you call her. Like Daryl said, go visit her, spend time with her. Um, today is a day that we celebrate and reflect and show gratitude to the women who have shaped us who we are today. If you still, your mama, still have your mama, consider yourself blessed. Um, you know, just treat her, you know, and just be there, be in her presence. You know, the presents are nice, but just being there in her presence is what makes a world of difference. But I just want to share a few words with you guys about motherhood. And when I sat back last night and I had time to reflect throughout the years, you know, we're all mothers and we're all in different seasons of motherhood, too. You know, none of us are in the same season. So it's different throughout the season of motherhood, how you look back on different things. And that's what God laid upon my heart. So that's what I'm going to share with you guys this morning. It says, I remember so clearly the day I had Shane. I just remember holding him in my arms, and in that instant, something had changed. It was no longer about me, but about him. A bond was created that has only grown stronger over the years. Motherhood teaches you a lot about yourself. I remember bringing him home in all those long nights and all those short days. And sometimes we'll wonder how we'll ever just get through the day, and it's only 9 a.m., Lots of diaper changes, lots of late night, late night feedings, doctor checkups, sleepless nights. If this is the season in your, that you're in, let me tell you, you're doing a good job. And believe it or not, one day you're going to miss this. And I remember Shane when he hit about the age of around three or four. And I remember it was a wasted stage. 
I don't care what we did, where we was going, what we bought, what we ate. It was why, 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 why. And you've got Play-Doh all over the house, all over the floors. And it's stuck everywhere. And you're stepping on Legos on a way to clean up spilled milk. The house is messy. The laundry is piling up. The sink is full. But my heart was fuller. Trust me when I tell you this. Kids don't care if their house is messy. Just go look at their rooms. They just want you. And moms, we beat ourselves up for not having everything just perfect. Scared someone would show up at our messy house thinking we don't have it all together with Play-Doh smashed into our carpets. Believe it or not, you're going to miss this too. And if this is the season that you're in, you're doing a good job. I remember when Shane started school and taking him to, on his first day and telling him, you got this. You're going to make it. You're going to make all kinds of new friends. You're going to learn new things. Now, listen, I know this is going to be hard, Shane, but don't cry because I can't stay. I'll be back this afternoon to pick you up. And he's walking to the classroom. He's looking all excited, making new friends, the teachers, the new room. He's ready, but I'm not. I give him a kiss, walking away with tears rolling down my face. You realize just how much they are starting to grow up and how much one day you're going to miss this too. And if this is the season that you're in, you're doing a good job. The middle school years. Oh, the middle school years. <laughs> they are challenging. All the new routines, all the new friends, new school, all the homework. You're at the beginning of the teenage years. They are wanting to become more independent. The heated discussions, I mean fellowships. Not in my house, my rules. I don't care if little Johnny's mom and dad are letting him do that. Around this time is about when you start hearing your own mother come out of your mouth. <laughs> Those are the years where you'll have to stand your ground. And just remember, you're setting a foundation. If you parent first, you can friend later. Just a word of advice. Never say, not my kid, because I'm telling you, your kid just heard that as a challenge. Just remember, if this is the season that you're in, you're doing a good job, Mama. And you're going to miss this season too. And then in high school years, they are starting to learn to drive. <laughs> and they're starting to work for us. And I, I, I remember Shane when he started to drive. And I remember when him and Daryl went to go get, you know, his first car and him learning how to drive a stick. And I remember, you know, him taking me around the block in it. And I told him, I said, because of you, boy, I said, my prayer life is a lot stronger. <laughs> And I remember high school years, you're getting new friends, uh, you're becoming more independent. You got proms, you got dances, football games, all the practices, class ring, senior year, graduating, and you wonder ever, you look back and you say, how did it happen so quick? They were just in my arms, the doctor just laid him in my arms yesterday. Where did the time go? It goes quicker than you think. And if this is the season you're in, you're doing a good job, mama. You're going to miss all this, too. And as they start to chase their own dreams and adventure out on their own, you'll ever wonder, how did I do? Did I do everything I could to prepare them? You have such a short amount of time to pardon them the most important thing, and that's Jesus. you got to put something in them in your children that will outlast you. Don't ever wonder 
are waver away from doing the right thing. Your children are watching. They see you. Your actions speak louder than your words. You'll never regret taking your children to church, but you will regret not taking them to church. The best decision I ever made was joining Faith Fellowship Church and raising my son in church. That's also where I met my husband, who has two beautiful daughters. Nothing in this world is more important to me than knowing that I have passed on my faith and my love of Jesus to my children. I have no material possession more valuable than Jesus. You remember when I said, if you parent now, you can friend later. I would tell you, I get such great joy out of my son, now my friend that lives right next door. <laughs> my heart fills with the song when I see those grandbabies. And oh, what a reward. And I had to admit, I see him with the girls, and he's trying to get them to pick up their toys, eat their dinner, change diapers, baths, covered in chocolate. I get tickled, and I see the look in his eyes, and he looks at me like, how did you ever do this? And I just tell him, son, slow down. Enjoy every bit of this. You, too, are going to miss this. It goes faster than you think. Happy Mother's Day. Hallelujah. Made me cry. You're going to miss this. Amen. Hallelujah. Who is next? Miss Jessica, come on. <laughs> and I promised I wouldn't cry today. I guess even when I was writing mine, I was like, I'm not going to cry today. Oh. <clears throat> when Pastor had asked me to speak on what it is to be a Christian mom, I had to think back to where I was before I was a Christian mom. And I didn't do all the same things that I did, that I do now. Uh, when my kids got hurt, I didn't pray over them. Today I pray over them. I didn't teach them to always choose God first, to walk in his word. I didn't teach them those things when they were little. But when they got a little older, I did. And that's something I'm very thankful for. I've always had God in my life in some way or some fashion. But my thing is like Shannon's. We're all in a different season, and the season came to me as well. But I've been a, a mom in many aspects. I've been a young mom. I've been a baseball mom. I've been a room mom. I've been a grandmom. I've been an aunt mom. I've been a mom's mom. I've been all kinds of moms in my life. And I'm only 41. Yes, I told how old I am. But in 41 years, God has allowed me to be in all these positions. And... I'm so very thankful that he has because I've got to see who he's called me to be. And being a mom is the greatest blessing that anybody could ever be. And anybody who's ever been a mom or thought about being a mom, it's just something that's instilled in your heart. It's something that he's given us from the start. I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but it did. <laughs> um, when you find out that you're going to be a mom, it's one of the greatest joys that you can have. I'm walking in a really hard season of being a mom. And I have been for a couple of years. But I do know that without God, I would have never made it through. I have learned to lean on him when I have nobody else. 
I have learned when I thought I didn't have anybody else. I have learned that no matter my circumstances, no matter my situation, he is always there. He is always lifting me up. He is always picking me up. He's always pushing me forward. He's always giving me words of encouragement for my kids, for my family, for my friends, for my husband. God is always there. He has always been there. I just have to utilize him and I have to use him. This season that I've gone through has been full of excitement and joy, loss, love. If I can tell you anything about God is that he makes you stronger than anything in this world. All of you all know um, my oldest had a son back in November. That is something that I thought would break me. Um, because God chose him to go, to go to heaven. He didn't choose for him to stay and live on this earth. And I'm crying because I know that no matter how hard it is, I can't imagine how hard it was for God to take him from us. But God knew better, and he knew that there was a better life for him in heaven than there would be for him here on earth. And when I went to the hospital that day for, with Joseph, the first thing he said to me when he met me outside that hospital was, Mom, I know God has got a better plan. And God didn't want him here in this cruel world that's going on right now. That hit me so hard. And I'm so thankful that I taught my son and that I raised him in church that no matter what we face in life, that God is there. And there is a reason. And he is going to pull us up out of this. I watched my son carry his son's casket to his final resting place of that little body. That was something I didn't think that I would be able to do. My heart broke. But my faith got stronger that day. Because I knew that my son had done one of the biggest, hardest things of his life. And he did it knowing that God had a better plan. That this wasn't to hurt him. This wasn't to hurt his fiance. This wasn't to harm their life. But this was to build him up, to make him a better man, to make him a better father. And that's what God wants for all of us. He wants us to know that he is there, that he is going to hold our hands. He's going to lift us up. He's going to push us. So being a Christian mom, you don't always know that what you're doing is right for your children. Being a mom in general, you don't know that what you're doing is, is right for your children. But in those moments, in these last few months, I know more than anything that I've done what I'm supposed to do for my children and that I have brought them up in the Lord. And that when God's word says that if you teach your kids when they're young, they, they will never depart from the Lord, and they haven't. And even in my son's most hurtful, most heartbreaking moments, he remembered who God was and who he is in his life. And I'm so very thankful for that. Because it's not been easy for anybody. But for me to know that he still relies on God, because he's not home, he's not you know, close, he's moved away, he's living his life. And I look at that as well, and I'm like, I'm thankful for that. 
because he was taught you put your wife first, you leave your family and you put your wife first and he's doing that. And I'm so very thankful for that. So being a Christian mom is a little harder, I think, when you look at it because it's explaining to your children how great God is, but also looking at the heartbreak that they go through and feeling that heartbreak for them and yourself, but still pushing forward and teaching them that God is always going to be there. I didn't mean to make anybody cry, but that's what he really laid on my heart because of how hard my season has been because it's been a really tough season. But know that you can make it and that no matter what, if you're moving forward and keep teaching your kids about God, they're going to rely on him in their deepest, darkest times. I love you guys. Have a happy Mother's Day. Hallelujah. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Oh, I'm a big crybaby. <laughs> Hallelujah. Some wonderful words so far. Amen. Miss Shannon Nichols, you ready? Praise the Lord. Those are hard to follow, amen? But God is faithful, and he's been so faithful to us, amen? Hallelujah. Well, first of all, happy Mother's Day to every mother um, now and future mothers. And we're just so thankful for you and everything that you do and all the many hats that you wear. And um, I want to say a special happy Mother's Day to my mom. And uh, she's been such a blessing to me. She's taught me so much about family and how to put our family first. Um, I'm just so thankful for her and her godly example and everything that she's done in our family. And also, I want to say Happy Mother's Day to Pastorette, who's our spiritual mother here at church, how much she has taught us and the living example that she is and her, her prayers and, and her faithfulness to us. I'm so thankful for her. I want to say Happy Mother's Day to her as well. But when Pastorette asked me to speak, the first thing that I thought about speaking on was God's love and how our Father loves us and all the attributes that he has that he's put into a mother and how, um, you know, her faithfulness, her, her tenacity, her protectiveness, and all those things that are in a mother, that came from our Heavenly Father. He gave that to us. So I had my message all exactly what I wanted to talk about, but I, he, changed, he changed it. <laughs> and I kept wanting to go in a, in a different direction, so through prayer and meditation, I, uh, I said, okay, Lord, what, what do you want me to speak about? And he said, I want you to talk about forgiveness. And I thought, well, that's not a very motherly message to give on Mother's Day, but this is what he gave me. And I said, okay, and as I began to pray and meditate, it began, became clear to me what the Lord was saying. And he said, so many mothers today are carrying guilt. Either they feel like they don't do enough, 
or they don't do the right things. It's hard. It's hard being a mom. And even, um, like Ms. Shannon was saying, when they're young, <laughs> boy, it's hard. But wait until they get older. Boy, that's when your knees really hit the floor, <laughs> you know. And no matter how old they are, when they're young, when they're old, they're still your children. They're still your babies. And when they, when they grow up and they graduate and they go off to college or they get jobs or they move away, you're constantly thinking, did I do enough? Did I teach them enough? Did I say the right things? Did I tell them what to do? If, if this happens, this is what you have to do. <laughs> you know, you give so many scenarios in your mind. And there's so many mothers today that are estranged from their children. Things that have happened, things that have been said, you know, they've lost that closeness. They've lost that affection for, for their children and, and, or their children for them. And, and, and their mother's hearts break and they feel like a failure. And so many times they blame their self. And, and when we see our children succeed and they go out in the world and they do all the things that they're supposed to do and they have wonderful families and stuff, you know, we're so quick to give all the credit to our children. You know, they worked hard. They deserve this. You know, they, they're dedicated. They're this. They're that, you know. And all those things are true and all those things are good. But we want to, you know, as mothers, we want to put those things on our children, the wonderful things that they're doing. We want the world to see them the way we see them. But when they fail, we don't want them to fail. But when they fail, we take that. It's not them. It's something I did. I did something wrong. I didn't tell them enough. I didn't teach them enough. I wasn't there. You know, and, and a lot of times, you know, even our children, they'll, they'll let you Take that blame, you know. Mom, you didn't, you wasn't like so-and-so's mom. You didn't let me do this, or you were too strict on that, or, you know, just so many different things, so many different scenarios that, that happens in our life, in our children's life. And, and a lot of times, you know, they put that blame on us, and we carry that. We carry that as mothers, but that's not what God wants for us. Sometimes, you know, we have to come to that place to where, we have to let our children take responsibility for their own actions and the own things that they do. And that's probably one of the hardest things as a mother because you don't want to see your child hurt. You don't want to see your child suffer. You want to take that. You want to put that on yourself. You don't ever want them to feel that. And sometimes their children are justified in the way that they feel. Sometimes things happen in our lives and out of our control and situations that we're born in and things that happen that's beyond our control. And, and sometimes children are justified in their feelings toward their mothers. But I want to encourage you today. Nobody's perfect. There's no perfect mother in this room. There never has been and there never will be. And so many mothers are discouraged and condemned because of perfectionism. And I'm speaking for myself. Sometimes we wear that as a badge of honor. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm a perfectionist. I got to have everything just so-so. My house has to be just right. And you can ask Jaren, you know, you have to make straight A's. You have to do this. You have to do that, you know. And we put pressure on our children, too. 
and we don't mean to, but we do. We have expectations, and sometimes, sometimes even in Christian households, the expectations are so hard that our children can't meet up to those expectations. And a lot of times that's what turns a lot of children away. But you don't have to live in condemnation if you've done that, if you're a parent. God is here. He's, he's faithful. He's forgiving. But we have to learn to forgive ourselves. We're not perfect. But perfectionism will, will discourage you. It'll lead you to disappointment. I just know um, a lot of times I would listen to teachers or preachers and they would say, I prayed for X amount of hours today or I read for this amount of hours today and I did this and I did that and I would set the bar so high that I felt like that if I didn't do that, I was a failure. And I'm the kind of person that was all or nothing. I'm either all in or I don't want to do it at all. And that's how I've had to overcome that. I've had to overcome that thinking. I've had to learn to rely more on the Holy Spirit that lives within me. He's there to help us. He's there to guide us. He's there to comfort us. He's our counselor. We don't have all the answers. And just like what Miss Jessica was saying, when you face the trials in life and things happen, you got to go to that counselor that's within, within you. And you got to believe that as Christian mothers, that we put that in our children. And when those times arise, they're going to draw on that. And it doesn't matter how far they've gone. It doesn't matter where they are. It doesn't matter if they're where they're supposed to be. They're going to remember that. They're going to remember they're never going to stray from that. God is true to his word. Amen. And they're going to remember that. And you are enough. And what you put in them will be enough. You just got to keep praying, keep believing, keep standing. Be aware of the Holy Spirit. And here's something that I've learned in myself. It's not God with a scorebook of how much you've done and how right you've been. That, that used to be the way that I looked at him. Well, Lord, I've done this. I feel so close to you. I've prayed this much. I've read this much. I, you know, now he'll hear my prayers. But that's not true. That's not true. He just wants you. He wants your heart. He wants to be there. To... How often do we want to take the hurt and the pain and everything away from our children? God's no different from us. When we mess up and we do things that we shouldn't do, he's not up there just waiting to discipline. He's there to love you. He's there to help you. He's there to bring you back into his grace. Amen. So a lot of times what I do now is I just, I just try to be reminded that the Holy Spirit is with me. And if I have, if I have a hard day at school, I mean, I'm 27 five-year-olds. How hard can it be, right? <laughs> I mean, when I have a tough day at school or I need to know something, sometimes I'll just go to the bathroom and I'll just be, now, Lord, you got to help me get through this. You got to give me some wisdom. You got to show me this or under my breath, I'll you know, praying in the Spirit. We need to utilize praying in the Spirit. Mothers, they call it mother intuition, but it is the Holy Spirit within you that is letting you know something that's going on with your children. Don't dismiss that. Don't dismiss that. I like something that um, 
I heard Kelly Copeland say many, many, many years ago that stuck with me. When you're going through a time with your child where they are, Mom, you know, why do you not let me do this or let me do that and let me do this? She would say, you know, I pray. I pray over my children. She said, don't make me cross my heart. Don't make me go against what God is telling me for you. Listen to that Holy Spirit. Listen to his guidance. That's what he's there for. He's there for us. He's there to tell us what we need to know. And we as mothers need to learn to forgive. We need to forgive ourselves first and realize that we aren't perfect. Sure, we make mistakes, and sometimes those mistakes can have lifelong consequences. But we need to look to the Lord. Ask forgiveness from your children. If there's something there between you and your child, ask them to forgive you. Say, honey, I know I didn't make all the right choices. I know I didn't have all the right answers. I know that I messed up and I ask you to forgive me. Now, if they do or if they don't, that's up to them. But you make that first step. You come to them and you ask, as a mother, I know this isn't a very Mother Day message, but this is what God laid on my heart. Tell them we're sorry for the mistakes that we made. And you have to remember that just like walking in love that God wants us to do, to walk in love is not an easy thing to do. But you have a will to do it. Lord, I will walk in love today. You help me. Lord, I will love today. You help me. And the same thing goes for forgiveness. You have to learn to will to forgive. And God will help us with that. Philippians 3.13 says, Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. We can't do anything about our past. All we can do is look forward to the future. It doesn't matter if your children is, is just a newborn, middle school, high school. If they're 50, 60 years old, it doesn't matter. They're still your children. And we can't do anything about the past. All we can do is look to the future. Don't let the devil tell you that you've missed it. You're a failure. It's too late. You're too old. You're too young. It doesn't matter now. They're grown. They have families of their own. It's all a lie. You are still their mother. And your prayers still count. You are the greatest prayer warrior your child will ever have. Isaiah 49.25 says, I will contend with him who contends with you, and I will give safety to your children. Everything that you want for your child, you go to the word and find that word. Stand on that word. Do not let it go until you see it come to pass in their lives. That is our greatest job as a mother, is to be a prayer warrior for our child, but you speak life over your children every, every single day. The power of your words, I always tell Jaron, he can tell you this, the words you say today will shape your tomorrows. What you speak over your child today, you will see them walk in tomorrow. Make sure, and it's not always easy, but make sure that you speak life over your children. Mothers, we are in covenant with God. 
He has made us a promise, even in the old covenant, that in Genesis 9, 9, he says, Behold, I will establish my covenant with you and your descendants after you. And that is your children. That is your grandchildren. That is your great-grandchildren. Right on down the line, the things that you do today is not only going to affect your children, but it's going to affect your children's children and your children's children from a thousand generations, it says. Deuteronomy 7, 9 says, Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him. He will keep his commandments to a thousand generations. That's a promise that we have. That's not just words. That's a promise you can stand on. Mothers, you are precious in the sight of God. There's no greater blessing in this world than to be a mother. Don't let Satan rob you of that joy. Enjoy the days now. Enjoy what's going on now. Even the little things that to some may not seem like much. Just slow down. Take time to enjoy your children. Speak life over them. No matter how old they are. No matter where they are. You are the gospel that your children will see. And I like what Papa Hagen uh, said. Preach the gospel everywhere you go and only use words when necessary. And that has to do in your own household too. Your children are looking at you. Your grandchildren are looking at you. They're watching you. They're watching you, Mom, to see what you do. The power of life and death are in the tongue. Speak life over your children. Plead the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus every day, everywhere they go, everything they do, over their vehicles, over their schools, over their places of work, everything. Plead the blood of Jesus over your children, especially in this day and time that we live in right now. We need that more than anything, more than anything. Put your trust in him. Mothers, forgive yourself. Get busy speaking life over your family. Because we know truly that a mother's work is never done. Amen. This concludes this message. Thank you for listening. We pray that it's been a blessing to you. For more information about FFC or its ministries, please contact the church office. God bless you. And remember, Jesus is Lord.